0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Security, condition 3.
2: GQ, security 3, sir. General quarters 3, intruder alert. GQ3, intruder alert. Good evening and welcome once again to Madam Perry's salon. I am your host, and Cruise Director, Madam Perry. And if you are listening live tonight, thank you, welcome. But also, if you're listening live tonight, which is April 3rd, on Blog Talk Radio, if you would, if you haven't done so uh, before, you will look and see a hot pink or fuchsia rectangle, and in white letters it says follow. And if you would push that button to follow, I would certainly appreciate it, and you would know ahead of time all the cool groovy and fascinating lineup of guests i have coming soon so you won't miss anything live but of course everything is available after the live show to download at no cost to you here on blog talk radio apple itunes stitcher podcast fm blueberry and uh probably some places i don't even know about that that are making money (laughs) off of me that i'm not but anyway we're happy to have you here hey you know what recently um we had Ricky Bird on, and if you remember, Ricky Bird actually he did two shows with us. But uh, Ricky Bird, he's a guitarist, and he was inducted into the Hall of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame when he was in the band Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. But he's worked with a lot of other people too, Ian Hunter, and God knows, I can't remember who else at the moment. But um, You know, he launched a CD at the end of last year called Clean Getaway. And with the exception of the song Kicks, they're all um, original tunes. And if he told us then, and of course he even gave us one to give away, that if you sent in $25 to his management Chaos Production, you would get the CD autographed, a pic, an autographed photo. But even more than that, it enabled him to continue to go to places where people are trying to work out their issues with substance abuse, people who are in recovery and perform for them because that's what, that's how Ricky did this. You know, he was a a alcoholic and I believe heroin addict, but he was talking about once he worked through it, now he's trying to help other people and visit. So he sent a message last week that thanks to all the people that have been buying it he's been able to go to i think a hundred centers and he always puts up sometimes messages from people even on the website about what his visit and the music has meant to them so you know continue to check out ricky bird if you haven't already and the cd is great there's not a clunker on it believe me and you've got a uh and plus your, your money's going even further and um Let's see. Coming up soon, we've got Cat Canavos, who, you know, she was like you might have seen her on Dr. Oz, and she's been on here before. She has a book about dreams and how dreams keep you from, or you can uh, diagnose your your health problems through dreams. And uh, she has another book on that. That's what she did. And of course, last week we had the lovable Paul who uh, who is a musician, a TV radio host, and uh, he was talking about his books, The uh, Wizard of True Star, about Todd Rundgren in the studio, which pretty much follows all of his studio work, uh, Bare Naked Ladies, Public Stunts, Private Lives. It Ain't Easy, Long John Baldry and the Birth of the British Blues. And he's got a new book coming out. He says we can reorder it. Please do. I mean, you can preorder it. It's called uh, One Dumb Guy and it's the story of the comedy group, The Kids in the Hall. And speaking of comedy, and this guy, I think he is a friend of Paul Myers. My guest tonight is writer and Riffer. How's that? Um, he, You know him as a writer. MST3K. If I have to spell that out, what that means to you, you're listening to the wrong show. And in Atlanta, thank God he's here giving us movie riffings on Cineprof. And I'm not going to just keep on going. I'm going to say, welcome here to the genie bottle that is Madame Perry's salon, Larry Johnson. Come on, hey, out, sit down, thanks get me ha-
1: Thanks for having me. We I feel like I'm your least accomplished guest you. in forever. <laughs> What? I'm, I'm your least accomplished guest I, ever. It sounds like based no, on that interview.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, what? As a no kidding? No, you're wrong. That is very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Nay on the um, eighteenth day. Okay. So okay. we. <laughs> I'm thrilled to have you here. You know, I was looking at, and I put this on. Uh, I think I put this on. Uh, Instagram a few minutes ago, uh, in Oz Magazine, which in Georgia is a magazine about the film and TV industry. Um, there was a great feature on you in January by Isadora Pennington, calls you Atlanta's satellite of love. Now, that's quite
0: a marker.
1: Yeah. I like that. I know there's not much to live up to there, right? <laughs>
2: So, oh, um, so, so you, you know, we're going to talk about how you got it, uh, with the MST three K guys, and also, and in uh, that project as well as doing Sinoprov here, and uh, so let's start there. Where do you, where do you come from, Larry Johnson, to be such a funny man and make us <laughs> laugh so much? Where did you grow? What, what were your influences? Was your family funny?
1: Uh, sure, I, um, I was born and raised in uh, Philadelphia where you you need oh, okay. to have a sense of humor and, and be sarcastic to to survive um especially especially okay. the winters you have to have to survive that um yeah i mean my uh, I grew up watching mystery Science theater three thousand and um you know when i was a i remember seeing seeing glimpses of it when I was a kid and didn't really know what it was and then when I was a little bit older and my friends and I would come home drunk after going out we would um you know it would always be on it seemed. So it just it just sort of became like the the cold pizza and watching MST3K whenever we would get back to back to my friend's house to the to the rooms that always spun which was is the bedroom I stayed in at his place all the time. And um and and then I when I moved here to Atlanta, just um didn't really know a lot of people, so took took some improv classes and um Started started a, a theater here in in uh, in Atlanta, the, the basement theater with a couple of other folks, and um, I guess when we started, it, we, we were pretty ambitious that we we scheduled like two shows Friday and two shows Saturday, with no real budget or any way to kind of let people know we were there, <laughs> and, um, and, <laughs> and and Buckhead, um, and you know we would sort of just show up and hope that an audience would show up and. On a lot of nights nobody did. So we would just sit and play Uno and, um, that's you know pray that someone come to the 10 o'clock show. And, um, one night just like for rehearsals, I was wearing a, a mystery science theater 3000 shirt. One of the guys was just like, you know, we should do that. And that way, at least if no one shows up, we can just sit and watch a stupid movie instead of playing cards. And, um, and that's kind of how Cinebroad <laughs> was born. It was just born out of not wanting to, to sit and play Uno if, if no audience showed up. um, God, that was like 2005. I want to say actually, um, and the show has so gone through a bunch of incarnations with a bunch of different people. It was like I said, it was it was completely improvised when we first started, um, where we we didn't watch the movie at all and we would just you know kind of wing it, um, which seemed like a really good idea until the the um, the last of the Mohicans incident, as we like to refer to it, where we thought it would be a fun idea for our Thanksgiving show to, to make fun of, of last of the Mohicans without watching it. Oh. Um, and then when you put it in and then you realize it's like three and a half hours long and there's about eight lines of dialogue <laughs> in it, it, it makes for just a really, really sad and, and angry show. Cause <laughs> you just, you just, I just like the movie just kind of, kind of beat us down for, for three hours. Um, so since then we've, we've, gotten away from the improvising and um and actually prepare the shows now that since we kind of back in i guess god 2013 early 2013 the um the plaza theater here in atlanta which is like for those of you that don't live here it's it's a great independently owned theater that shows it's the rocky horror theater of atlanta it's where they where they show rocky and the room and and all kinds of cool stuff and um they they welcomed us back in in 2013, so we kind of felt like it was we needed to prepare the show, which you know up until that <laughs> point we, we really hadn't been doing. Um, so we felt like we owed it to the audience to to at least watch the movie a couple times and and kind of uh, you know prepare some prepare some jokes, instead of just completely completely <laughs> uh, improvising it. So, so yeah, so in, in retrospect, I Yeah, the name Mm -hmm. doesn't really work anymore. uh, We're we're thinking about putting a a straight line over the O and and making it sin approve at this point because we're improving the bad movies. So we're we're not sure if that's going to catch on or not. But um, but yeah, we we try to steer away from the the improv moniker of it.
2: Because I imagine if it was totally improv, wouldn't that? You've really got to to trust each other and the people with, with whom you're sin improving or improving to to know who's going to go where when you've got to know each other's i guess sense of humor is and your style and uh that sounds like just walking i'll tell you i'll tell you what it's like it's like it sounds like to me when i first started with uh with my jazz band and there were times when uh, i'd have these musicians that would just go way out on their souls and everything and then i'm trying to keep up in my little head of went counting and when to come back and how far out they were going, especially if I was a guest vocalist in a band somewhere and the band's fighting behind me, you know, But again, you're too long on that solo. You shut up, you know, and (laughs) I'm supposed to listen to all this and know when to come back. And I always said, you know, it felt to me like I was a cartoon character that when they run off the cliff, they keep on running until they realize that they're off the cliff. That's when they fall. So I thought you can't look down you can't look down. You got to keep going. So,
1: yeah, it was very much, problems, very much, very exactly. much like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, the, the truth, You know, you get to know each other, and you get, you get a sense that everyone's kind of like their beats. You know, it is kind of, it is, is sort of like music. But I mean, there was, you know, it was also messy. You know, be <laughs> we would talk over each other. And, um, you know, and even still now, to a lesser degree, now that we kind of write the show, but it's still, it's, it's, it's the danger of a live show. You know, it's, it kind of adds to the. You know, it's, it's not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. Um, but that's kind of fun, you know. It's it's it. We prefer the the imperfections of it. We don't we don't want it to be perfect. That's why we don't really record stuff and do overdubs and all that. You know, we'd rather just kind of put it out there and and uh, you know see where the see where the wind takes us, as it as it were, with the with the show. Tell me about this. Uh,
2: There's a cool story where you were at Dragon Con, I believe, it was in 2008.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was when you met got, Joel uh, Hodgson. Met, yeah, that was that was the the first time I met Joel Hodgson i um went to the the whole cast of of mst was there they was think they were doing cinematic Titanic at the time and promoting that that was like a touring show that they did and um you know so I went down to Dragon con wearing a Cineprov shirt to to promote our show needless to say and um you know standing in line because I was still just a complete fanboy at the time you know that was we you know, at that, at that time we were getting like tens of people out to a show and stuff. Um, so yeah, I was complete fanboy just waiting to get stuff signed. And, and Joel was the last one in line and I was like getting something signed by one of the other guys, trace or somebody. And, and I hear Joel's voice like, Hey, are you the Cineprov guy? <laughs> I was like blown away that he knew we existed. Um, he's like, I love your logo, <laughs> which, which made, made me really happy. <laughs> designed the logo. Um but yeah, so I mean that's crazy that you know at the time Joel Hodgson knows that we exist cuz you know we didn't know at the oh time gosh, either like yeah. you know how they felt about like other people riffing on movies, you know, if they thought it was you know like we're just ripping them off or whatever, but but they were you know he was always very supportive and which was awesome. And then um you know fast forward a few years later when we're after we got into the plaza he, uh, Joel was touring a, a one man show called, uh, riffing myself, which was basically he was, it was like an oral history of, of mystery science theater 3000. And, um, I just, I just emailed him and was like, Hey, why don't you, uh, you know, come to Atlanta and do the show at the Plaza and then, you know, why don't, and, you know, do the show, your show one night and then riff a movie with us the, the next night. And, um, and he was down, he was on board. He was, he was down with the idea and, um, that was that was sort of the uh, the history changing night for for Cineprov, basically because we 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 riffed uh, Star Trek IV the one the one with the whales and um, oh. and it was awesome. Joel Joel Hudson said I was I was a, a born movie riffer which is still the greatest compliment I've ever had uh, oh. quite possibly.
2: <laughs> Man, that's that's a moment when all the, all the stars are aligned in just the right way. I mean, you just that's it. That's all there is to it. How fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I, I just can't imagine how that yeah, would feel. A funny
1: story about that too is like Joel was actually worried about as being as improvised as it was, which was really funny to all of us. Cause you know, the guy who invented the medium was like, we should watch it a couple of times or at least once. And, you know, just sort of prepare. And we're like, okay, that was just weird to us at the time. We're like, all right, we'll, we'll prepare. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> which was also yeah it was kind of a um we kind of tricked the audience a little bit cuz we we told everybody it was going to be a um a mystery star trek movie where the audience is going to pick the uh-huh. the movie that we do which was originally the plan but then when when Joel wanted to actually watch one in advance we kind of knew that we had to to know which one we were doing and so we we did the old magician trick where um you take a hat and a bunch of pieces of paper and you ask the audience all right which one somebody yells out wrath of khan and and you write star trek four on the piece of paper and put it in the hat um you know uh, oh, the first one you write star trek four on the piece of paper and put it in the hat so the hat is full with nine pieces <laughs> of paper that that say star trek four and then you let an audience member pick one out of the hat and lo and behold it's the it's the one that we wanted to do so um so yeah so we kind of tricked everybody with that a little bit but uh but it, it was a great night, and, and you know nobody nobody seemed to mind because that's a that's a really good one to make fun of if you're going to make fun of the Star Trek movie
2: Well, <laughs> I think we've just peeked behind the curtain a little bit, uh, but it we won't ruin the magic. I oh, promise. So, well, that's fantastic. So then, uh, I love how this is like this is where you know you're, you're being led to your destiny, young man. And there right. you were, and the joy, and the whole thing. And uh, so, so you talk to Joe so he comes to Atlanta and does this. I mean, I think it's got to be feel, cool that you call that you ask him, and he goes, "You know,: Sure.
1: Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean he, I mean, he was touring the show, so um, he could have just come and done his one-man show, and that would have been great, too. but yeah, him being open to, to riffing with, you know a bunch of, bunch of young fledgling riffers like ourselves. <laughs> Um, and he he also, he did the same thing in in Austin too. He I think he performed with there's a group in Austin called Master Pancake Theater. They um they're awesome. Um one of those guys I think actually wrote on the season 11 as well and um he went and performed with those guys too. So he's he's cool with the idea of, of other people doing it, which is which is great and he hired a bunch of like uh rippers around the country and in Canada to to work on season 11 as well. So it was it was cool to see other other folks like in the same position as me getting getting hired for the show, which was uh, which was the next dream come true, basically.
0: Um, how that came about oh, yeah,
1: is, yeah I'll, I'll tell you how that came about. It was also a um, pretty pretty easy thing that how it came about. The uh, the Kickstarter um, happened for for MST and uh, raised like six million dollars to to produce the show, and um, yeah, I just I basically just sent him an email after they raised the money, you know, congratulating them on, on making it happen and, you know, getting the show. And I was just like, Hey, and I will kick myself for the rest of my life. If I don't tell you that I want to be involved in any way possible, you know, whatever you need, I want to, do, I want to be available. And, you know, I, I will regret it my whole life if I don't at least just tell you that. And, um, and he, he responded, you know, yeah, I, we we had you on the list of people to call when, when we were doing this. So, you know, I guess. Oh, please. be. Yeah, exactly. Um, and So, you know, because again, again, I mean, the, the season 11 writing cat crew was, you know, it was obviously the cast and stuff. And then some fancy people, like I think Seinfeld wrote a little bit and Joel McHale. And then, like I said, a bunch of other people who just, you know, riff live shows around the around the country. So it, you know, it kind of makes sense to hire people that, that do it. And I've been doing this since 2005. So I've, I've, I've ripped a lot of movies in my day. Oh, and, um, how
2: exciting! It's like, no, we already yeah. had a seat for you here at the cool table in the lunchroom. No, you yeah, already got a chair. exactly. So.
1: And we're going to pay you. <laughs> like, really? Okay, cool. Even better. <laughs> but, well, I'm just happy to have an IMDb credit now, and you know, a picture from the oh, credits of the yeah, show. Yeah. It's pretty awesome.
2: Now, and it, it certainly also helped the
1: team? credibility. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. It also helped oh, yeah, the credibility yeah, 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 of of yeah. Prove, obviously, to uh, to you know have that that backing and stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: So, um, you were asking and, about the and you know the cred better.
2: cred is nine. T- I was just like cred is nine tenths of the law in this business In show business, you know.
1: It really is. Yeah, it's like just yelling. Yell it loud enough, and it's true eventually, you know, to, to sort of like
2: that. Because <laughs> I could think of playing with places where it was like maybe a, um, a well-known, a prestigious gig as far as the club, but you couldn't get your best players because nobody liked the way that the management treated you. But then maybe at a bookstore you could get those people because they treated you better, but people would go, oh, you're gigging in a bookstore. How nice for you. Or then they would go, right. oh, you're playing at so-and-so. Oh, you must be good, you know, so – yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it, 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 a it just makes way. the audience
1: more. Yeah, it it makes a it makes for a more open-minded audience too. You know, like they're going to give you the benefit ah. of the doubt until you until you're terrible. You know, so as long as the shows aren't terrible, <laughs> then then they'll you know they'll come out and try it once, and then as long as they have a good time, then they'll they'll come back. Um, so that's kind of you know awesome <laughs> to to have that you know the yeah, the entree yeah. to an audience instead of completely you know prying them to come to a show.
2: <laughs> well, let me ask you this then now how did you get to um how did you pull together your your group for Center prof How many people did you go through or did you youdition or just people that you just fit with
1: yeah we've i mean there's there's been a bunch of people over the years um you know some leave on their own some we've we've decided not to to play with anymore the the current group is is awesome we um we decided uh a little over a year ago, I guess, to just do auditions. Um, Cause we really wanted some more people that would be, be more into the idea of promoting the show and, you know, spending time. And then Candace Wieslowski who runs Rocky horror and lives down on Dixie here at the Plaza. Um, she expressed an interest and she knows everybody in the world. So it, she's, and she's historically funny. Um, so we, we just basically invited her to join the troupe, and then um, did auditions. We just, I, I Basically, put on Facebook, you know, hey, we're looking for, for people that want to do it, you know, because everyone's like, oh, I'm funny watching a movie, but but it's, you know, it's it's more involved than just like sitting on your couch, you know, heckling a movie. <laughs> it's um, so we um, you know, we just did that. We sent out you know notice and just you know basically like, hey, tell me why you want to be in the troupe. What are you bringing? And sent them a link to um, a really terrible movie on YouTube called Snow Beast. And, um, said, you know, prepare and you'll, you'll get 20 minutes that, you know, and we, Plaza was nice enough to let us set up during the day when they didn't have anything going on. And we just auditioned like 15 people and, um, picked, picked the four that we like, uh, Evan Brandon and Christine Fitzgerald and Nick Hoffman and, uh, Holly Loy, who started the show with me, came back for a while and, um, so now there's and she's she's left again. But um but yeah, so there's there's the five of us now, myself, Candace, Nick, Evan and Christine. And we rotate three people in a show. So we just rotate the shows, you know, on, on any given month. Um I'm in every show. But you know <laughs> everyone else rotates. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so this nice is start show. Funny way,
2: if show. you Oh wow and why not? You, somebody's got to be the guiding light here, okay?
1: Somebody's got to be exactly. the anchor that they all... Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So I mean, we we're putting in the ads that, you know, Yeah, if we're putting it in the ads and stuff, you know, featuring a writer from MSD3K, we figured I'd better be there. So, you know, seems like a, seems like a, yeah. a natural.
2: So, uh, by the way, if... Stop right here for you. So if you're listening live and you want to call in, And talk to Larry Johnson. Uh, The number is 646-716-9922. That is 646-716-9922. Blog Talk Radio assures me it's a toll-free number in the continental U.S. So just give us a ring here. All right. So um, now tell us about uh, CineProv. How often do you do it? Uh, What can... Crowds expect, and what have you got coming up? You got something coming up this, this Saturday night, actually,
1: don't you? We do. We uh, we have a very special, very special Saturday show. We um, our shows are normally the first Thursday of every month at 7:30, but um, due to a scheduling issue, we uh, we had to move our April show to a Saturday, which is awesome. We're we're thrilled to do a Saturday at um, at 9:30. So it's a little bit later. You can get a little tips here before the show. Um, there's a full bar <laughs> at the plaza. Plenty of good restaurants nearby, so you know, make an evening of it, date night, grab some friends. Um, the movie is just god awfully silly. Uh it's Prisoners mm. of the Lost Universe with Richard Hash, pre pre dead and uh post I think post <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. I'm not sure actually when if it's pre or post Battlestar Galactica, but his hair is fantastic regardless of when it is. And uh, John Saxon, who is in tons of terrible movies like this, is in it, and midgets, and, and giants, and aliens, and silly dialogue, and everything you could possibly want in a CineProf movie. <laughs> <laughs> and if you buy a koozie, you get a free popcorn. So there's that. How about that, that for right? a deal, people? That is right. Yeah. You, you buy a koozie thing, for five team. bucks, you get a popcorn. You know, yeah, and buying the koozie because is actually cheaper than popcorn. So you may as well buy a shoes,
2: Well, and it's actually, <laughs> well, I was going to say, because most movies you go, you know, when you go, I, I don't get to the theaters very often, but when you get there and you go to just get a Coke and popcorn, you feel like, you know, you think about it, you should have gone ahead and taken out a loan before you before you came, or those, or those uh, things you get in the mail about getting a new credit card, you know, I, I should <laughs> have saved it instead of shredded it.
1: Uh, no. Exactly, but yeah, no. The yeah, the Plaza prices are better than than AMC prices and, and Regal prices for sure. And and the deal of a koozie. Everyone loves a koozie, right?
2: Everybody, so
1: that everyone can use.
0: Okay,
2: so um, so can you? What, what would you want people to know? What What's the process you go through when you start putting things together on a show? What What do you look for in a movie? Does it have to be because the the, the process? Okay, tell us about I mean, I know, but tell the people who might not have seen the very beginnings of uh, MST3K and what the premise was about the scientist and their experiment and project that they were doing with the guy they shot off into space.
1: Sure. The um, the, the premise of Mystery Science Data 3000 is that um, Gizmonics Institute, which is a science institute that never really has explained what they do, um, the mad scientists took a disliking to Joel Hodgson, who was like a janitor and shot him into space and forcing him to watch bad movies to uh, monitor his mind. That's, that's sort of the long and short. <laughs> of it. Um, so essentially it's Joel who, who built some robots that he could pal around with and make, and, and make um, uh, sarcastic, snarky, funny comments at really bad movies. Uh, MST3K did a lot of like Godzilla movies and Ed Wood movies um, things like that, gamma, um, and stuff like that. We, uh, our show doesn't have the the cool premise necessarily. <laughs> we don't really have we don't have puppets or robots or anything. It's just the the three comedians um, making fun of bad movies, um, and you know, it's just snarky, historically funny comments. And the good thing is our our um, we we were doing public public domain movies last year, like, like devil dog, hound of hell and boy in the plastic bubble and, uh, bailout with with David Hasselhoff and Linda Blair movies that nobody's ever heard of. Essentially. Um, the, the audiences have grown to the point where we can actually finally get bigger and better cheesy movies for you guys. So we want to thank everyone who's (laughs) been out to shows. Um, we're able to, to basically raise our cheese game, um, so we have movies like the 1990s version of Captain America coming up and Masters of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren and our July, our July 4th, well, July 5th, technically movie is, is Rocky four. Also with Dolph Lundgren. Now that I, now that I look at the schedule, there's a lot of Dolph Lundgren movies. Coming up. <laughs> um, but Rocky four, what says, what says America more than Rocky four. And then um, like August, we're doing troll two, which had a documentary about it. It's the, one of the best worst movies ever made. It's it's just so so ridiculous and, and perfect for us. So so it's it, it's cool that we're a, we're able to get get quote unquote better movies now. too, um, thanks to you guys, the audience. Which, which I don't is, know. Which is cool. I think
2: that I think that your commitment your, your commitment to quality is shown when you said we're upping our cheese game for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're upping it to things like Masters of the Universe, which, if you've ever seen it, is you know, is just just so ridiculous, and and Frank Langella in a skeleton mask and Dolph Lundgren barely dressed, it's it's magnificent and and perfect for us. It's you know, the the, the, the more serious a movie takes itself and just fails, is, is what's what's perfect for us, basically. If if it's if it's yeah. you know. If it's a comedy on its own it doesn't really work for us because it's just like it's either funny on its own or we're just like well that's just not funny you know it doesn't really add anything so the more <laughs> earnest the more earnest a movie is the better it is you know I, I always say it's like we we riff with love because i I can't make a movie i you know I respect the hell out of everybody who who can actually make a movie whether they whether they succeed at it or not is is a different story but you know they're they 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 made a movie and got it released. So I, I do respect the hell out of that for, for the people. But I will also make fun of it it's of, with love.
2: Of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just think
1: about yeah. that mean, I'm sorry, the life just, of that film. Yeah, a few oh, months ago ahead. we made fun of a, a movie called Stragglers that was actually locally produced here. And um, producers came out, the director came out to the show, um, some of the cast, you know, every, everybody knew, you know, that we, we rip with love and, and they were – you know, they they know they made a bad movie, but they made a movie. So, you know, God bless. They they yeah. were able to do it and, you know, they worked weekends and nights and put a lot of work into it and then we made fun of it into their faces, which which was kind of awesome. <laughs> and, but and that being said, said more people ago. saw stragglers. Yeah, more people saw stragglers than probably ever in a movie theater. So there's that.
0: <laughs> what
2: what has been what is your favorite genre of movie
1: to riff? Um, I, I love rubber monster movies. Like, you know, Japanese rubber <laughs> monster movies. <laughs> so 'Cause they're just they're just so silly. Really really any monster movie I think is I think is great. Um and yeah, Jap- especially the Japanese ones or Korean. They're just so they're they try so hard and just fail so epically usually. <laughs> But that what being said, my a... favorite movie ever to riff is Showgirls, so you know it doesn't really fit the mold. But but it's it's also perfect for for us.
2: Yeah. So you you are throwing me way. I, I never expected that would be that Showgirls. I know.
1: Yeah. It's so because it it tries so hard to be to be earnest and serious and just fails on just every level and. And it's, 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 that's that's what's perfect because there's gaps in dialogue and the dialogue is stupid and bad for the most part and, and the dancing is just aggressive <laughs> and distasteful and but yeah it's, oh, it's, it's, it's great <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it's
1: better than
2: Last what of about, Mohicans. the Mohicans now the oh no no, no, no no more Last of the Mohicans now no. who um,
1: Who chooses the movie? Uh, Pretty much me. We, we, um, again, like we were doing public domain movies where there's like a list online that you can just find public domain movies. And so we were trying to find things that we thought people would kind of like, or people, you know, things that had actors in it that people would knew of at least like Boy in the Plastic Bubble with John Travolta is actually a public domain movie. So Mm -hmm. it didn't cost, cost anything for us to make fun of. And people have kind of heard of it, or they've certainly heard of John Travolta. Um, and now we 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 um, there's a licensing company that has a giant list of movies that we can pick from. So, you know, we try to whenever possible we'll try to do like a theme. Like I said, Rocky Four is our July Fourth movie, um, and then you know we'll we'll probably do something um, one of the Halloween movies are for October, and I think Die Hard might be our Christmas movie this year because that's a Christmas movie, right? And uh, oh no, Roadhouse. We're doing a very sway, a very swayzy Christmas. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, we're doing Roadhouse but in December. Um, so, good, good. what says Christmas more than that? Okay. And then we'll, we'll we do an annual ruining childhood memories Christmas show too, where we'll we'll riff things like Rudolph and Charlie Brown Christmas and stuff like that, which which is always a always a crowd pleaser every year. <laughs>
2: Uh, now, do do you ever have times when the when the other writers just come to you? And I believe that's who is it now? It's, it's uh, Lowry and who else is on? Who will be with you this Saturday night?
1: Uh, this Saturday night is going to be Christine Fitzgerald and Evan Brandanicio. They're um they're doing tonight's show, and then Nick Hoffman and Candice will do uh, Captain America in May with me.
2: Okay, so did they ever come to you with something and just say you're, the other writers just say, "Look, we really want to do this and have something prepared, you know, and uh, something that you don't think would work, but they, they they're really committed to it." Have they done that? Oh, and, and if so, what happens then? Yeah,
1: no, I mean, it's uh, the good thing is you know we're not recording anything, so if it fails miserably, the only ones who know is the ones who were there. So, um, but more often than not, <laughs> I mean, I don't really, I can't really think of any anything that was like. You know, hey, we should do this that that really really bombed um, years ago. Things did, but um, not not really anymore. We used to before the show, we we kind of we didn't re- we never really could figure out how to like open the show because um, we we used to do the place. It was when we used to do the show in much smaller theaters. We were always just sort of hanging around, and then it was like you know we would take like two steps and we're on stage, you know. So it was like it was always a very weird <laughs> open. So. So there was a period where we were doing like um, sort of a, an improvised pitch meeting where, you know, like one of us would pitch the movie that we're making fun of and like sort of just to illustrate like how ridiculous and how did this movie get made. Um, but, you know, like a lot of improv, a lot of times those scenes would just kind of fail and sputter and then <laughs> it just set a bad tone for the whole evening. So we kind of <laughs> got away from that. Um, we currently actually have uh, local standups coming in. Before the show and, and doing like 10 minutes, just to kind of warm the crowd up. And um, also, we have a, a, pre, a pre-recorded open that we we found and put together that's that's kind of magnificent. So if you come to a show, definitely get there early enough to see the open because it's it has a, a Shyamalanian twist that you won't believe, and um, it's a it's a hoot. And so that that the tone, the tone of the show is set with that. <laughs> moving now. <laughs> okay.
2: So and again, if you're listening live and you want to talk to Larry Johnson, just the number is six four six seven one six nine nine two two. And uh <laughs> Yeah, I would imagine oh but but let me get this out too first. Um the show is, is this weekend this weekend's gonna be on Saturday, April seventh at the plaza. Theater in Atlanta. Correct. But normally it's the first Thursday of every month.
1: Yep. Normally uh, 7.30 show, but this Saturday 9.30. So sleep in. 9.30 this Saturday. Uh 9.30, yes. Okay. What time do the doors open? Uh, Doors will open around 9.00. So come out, watch some – we'll we'll show some trailers of of silly things and trivia and stuff like that. And then the the comic will go on probably around – 920, and then us, Then the feature presentation, of Prisoners of the Lost Universe. And here's the feature presentation. Alive.
2: Do you yeah. do you encourage people to get there when the doors open to start drinking before
1: the feature presentation? I always encourage drinking. Yeah, we always encourage more drinking yeah. before the show. That's you can't go wrong with the Because the it will be
2: more
0: relaxed. Yeah, it won't be yeah, self-conscious. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yep. And our audience tends to drink, so if you're not drinking, you're going to feel like an outcast. Um, if you're new, <laughs> so
0: we, uh, we 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 are the
1: the comedy show the comedy show with the audience that drinks, as we commonly referred to around here. We, um Yeah, and we don't lenses. want them to feel that way. No, we want them. We work. We the, this is an we inclusive show. Exactly. Oh, no, it's totally inclusive. <laughs> okay. No doubt. Even sober people <laughs> can come. But it's fine.
2: <laughs> and laugh for the drunk people next to you if you want. So what exactly. about uh and this does sound like a good thing for a date, especially if somebody's got a first date and they're a little awkward about talking. Or I would go so far as to, as to guess that maybe it's also if you've been married a long time and you don't want to talk to each other. Um, that would also be a good thing to go out and do too if you're supposed to be having
1: couples time. Exactly. Yeah, and, and I and you mean both supporting live comedy yeah. and... Yeah, and it supports live comedy. I mean, you can wait till Netflix to watch Ready Player One. I mean, when's the, when's the next time you're gonna be able to see Prisoners of the Lost Universe? That's the real question. I, and,
0: exactly. and if you are like the I, straw, if you're if ground. you yeah,
1: and if you are the straw that stirs the drink in your group of friends, um, if you bring four people, you get in free. So bring a crowd. Ooh, I know. Okay, We're,
2: all right. That's,
1: we are a value.
2: You held out on that. You held I did. out.
1: It was a spoiler. I know. I, I, I was a little <laughs> Okay.
2: So if you bring four people.
1: Yep. You get including in free. you? you um, get in four free. others. Sweet so, yeah. deal. Oh, right, four Anna, others. So okay. Four others. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So group of five. <laughs> One gets in free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gang <laughs> of five so. and
2: you're in. Okay. Right.
1: <laughs> this is like so. We're going on one, or are we going on go? <laughs> it's three, two, one. Oh, go! <laughs> right. Turned into just turned into that.
2: So so uh, that's cool. So okay. So we, now we know that there is: if you buy a koozie, you get free popcorn.
1: If you bring yeah. four people besides
2: yeah. yourself and they all pay, you get in free.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, and free hugs, have, free hugs
0: from the cast. Too. Get
1: out. Yeah, free hugs, so okay. whole cast, even the ones not in the show. Even if they're not in the show, they'll hug you.
2: <laughs> so, um, then let me ask this. Uh, uh, is he, okay, somebody else is sending me a message here, and uh, they're saying that. Uh, sorry, I would call in, but I'm I'm, I'm listening. I'm, I'm I'm just enjoying listening. Okay, well, thank you. Okay. Um And that's, that's Danny Bueno. Uh, Do you have, I'm sure you do social media or website where people can find out what's coming up next?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Cineprov.com is, is our website. We have a Facebook page. If you could like our Facebook page, that'd be awesome. Um, And uh, I'm on Facebook. So just Larry Johnson, which is, yeah, possibly one of the most common names ever, but make, a, make an effort. Find me, find me on Facebook <laughs> and Twitter. We're at, at Cineprov It's all at Cineprov Or if you just search Cineprov you can find us everywhere. Yeah. We're, on, we're pretty much on, on every social. Okay. Name.
2: And you're also on Twitter, and you're also on yeah.
1: Instagram. Instagram, yeah. And Snapchat, yeah. we don't understand yet. We don't. I don't understand Snapchat, so I'm not. We're not I,
2: don't, I don't either. I think that's for the kids. So um, yeah. okay, and hi to uh, Mimi and Dana and Asheville, North Carolina, said so they're listening and enjoying the show, and uh, they want to know why don't you come to Asheville, North Carolina,
1: or would you? We would, we, we would, yeah, we're we're giant whores. If enough people want to show up and have us, we'll, we'll go any, almost anywhere. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean we're you yeah, know if 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 there was a compelling reason to go, we would we would go we will we'll show up anywhere and risk for a crowd,
2: okay, and see
0: and why don't I'm they come to Atlanta is, why don't
1: they come to Atlanta and see our show? hey, yeah.
2: that's right, I've invited
0: these <laughs> you know
1: people, we're you know we're already here, you know,
2: so. stay back there, yeah,
1: they can yeah uh, they can crash at our place and buy us beers, that's fine,
2: oh yeah, see, so, yeah <laughs> see? come on down to Atlanta first, then. Then we'll see if there's a little reciprocity involved. How about that? Exactly. Um, well, so <laughs> so uh, what about is there a – do people um, sometimes have They ever dressed – like you said, they have puppets on the mst 3 k movie. But Center Pro, you don't have puppets. You have the, the people, the human, the live human riffers. Do people ever come in any kind of a
3: costume? Yeah, yeah. We, Special um, to the film
2: we'll, or to the
1: TV? Yeah, they they do. We 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 we, we, did dev, we did Devil Dog: Hound of Hell, and two um two guys that are apparently furries showed up because there were two people dressed head to dog in, or head to tail in dog costumes, um, which which was kind of awesome. We 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 don't wait, 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 wait Start, start dressed over
2: again. I don't think I caught all of this. Start from the beginning of
1: that. <laughs> Okay, Devil Dog, Hound of Hell, which is what a movie. Uh, with, okay, it's a that's the name of the film. Richard Crenna is in it, um, and it's about a possessed German Shepherd. It's a 70s TV movie. So um, two folks that apparently are, are furries came dressed in dog costumes, just full and like wore the heads the whole show, um, to, which is super hot. I would imagine to sit to sit there in in that for the whole show. But yeah, but that was, that was awesome. Um, Zardoz we did, which is if you're not familiar with, I would urge you to Google it immediately. Um, and see Sean Connery in, in basically a a red diaper. Um, some folks showed up dressed in, in costume for that, which was, which was also kind of awesome. Um, yeah, we're we, we're hoping that someone comes dressed as Captain America. Somebody came as Wolverine when we did Wolverine a couple of years ago, um, full Wolverine costume, which was <laughs> also amazing. We're we're holding out <laughs> <hoping> for <laughs> Dolph Lundgren costumes for Master of the Universe. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a fun night. You know, it's fun. Whatever you want to do, we're 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 up for for people having fun and just enjoying the show. You know, if you have a cool Captain America costume you want to show off, we're the place to do it. Hey, listen, I am all about that,
2: because, you know, back in the uh, first weekend of May, I was uh, invited to Wild Wild West Con to do a presentation about podcasts at the uh, Wild Wild West Steampunk Convention.
1: So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so you're dressing up. I love
2: people with costumes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what's not to love, right? And, and you know, with Rocky Horror being there, there's eight zillion costumes behind the stage that we can dress up in, so. (laughs)
2: <laughs> no. okay oh we got a message coming in from jules perry no relation but she says groovy i'm listening on my imac to this and uh, she says yeah i hear Asheville is lovely come well jules you know people in atlanta i know you do so come here first then we'll take it them our good. way we're gonna get us a a tour bus, like a country western star. Pick a
1: tour bus and take it on the road.
2: Cineprop yeah. across the side of it.
1: And my, my wife and I are opening a food truck soon, so maybe we'll just bring that with us and <laughs> serve some food while we go.
2: Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Even better. Yeah. That's
1: yes, Little Bites. <laughs> if you're in Atlanta, like yeah. Little Bites food truck. I know, right? We're feeding people. We're <laughs> coos- yeah. telling them koozies. Yeah,
2: j- yeah, Jules just added in. Yes, Atlanta is obviously a great location for this. But yeah, yeah, don't worry, Jules. We'll, we'll get them on the road. And I'm putting <laughs> here on uh, on Facebook under where I've posted that you're uh, on my that you're on here the uh, picture from Devil Dog, the film. <laughs> yeah. uh, just because I had to. So yeah. uh, I like the costumes. Yeah, you know you do. The, that's all I did about the steampunk. Yeah. There's so much creativity. And people these oh, yeah. days of all ages and It's such a diverse crowd that will come in some kind of costume that they have worked on. And, and, it, and it always tends to be a very warm and welcoming crowd. People in costumes usually aren't a snobby crowd. They're usually pretty
1: fun. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if you're wearing a costume, how can you be mad at somebody wearing a Captain America costume or something? That's the way I look at it not
0: at all
2: (laughs) and there is is no shame and there is no body shaming there is no costume shaming at all it's all about love and uh, back to satellite of love so before we've got a few minutes left, and I can't tell you, Larry, I am so grateful to you for for being so generous tonight and and giving us so much time and being my guest. So, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm getting another message from Jewel. She says, "Hey, geeks just want love."
1: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually I'm gonna level with you. I'm a little bummed out that nobody's called in to at least give me a baba buoy. <laughs> I mean, on a live, a live live podcast, you, you know expect what? to be baba buoyed.
2: I am too. I am too. I'm a. I mean, I know people. Sometimes they say, "Well, oh, look, I'm, I'm just listening and having a good time." But yeah, I'm a little, little awesome. bummed out that nobody has called. You know, yeah.
1: Do you get a lot sure. of Do you get a lot of bubba buoys when, when this is a live podcast? Is there a lot of bubba booing or no?
2: What do you mean by baba booing? I mean, I have people oh, call in oh, and say things. You know, it's
1: it's a it's a Howard Stern thing. <laughs> I, I
2: figured that, but I still didn't really quite know what yeah. it
1: means. I mean, well, Gary, okay. his his producer is, is is Baba Booey, and a lot of times like they'll just people call in the shows and stuff, and just Baba Booey, Baba Booey, how are you? Saying? And so it, it's, kind of, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of hoping to be Baba Booey is all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> God, I'm so sorry that you feel after all this uh, time you. Uh, I know I've let uh, you down. No, um, no,
1: it's it's still good. I'm just. <laughs>
2: But you know, if you had a publicist, and I'm not saying this just because I am an entertainment publicist, but your publicist should have already had the shill set up for that. I'm just saying.
1: That's true. I could, I should have had my wife on. <laughs> or somebody from the troop could have called in, maybe. Hopefully they're listening.
2: Get that woman on the phone. Get your wife on the phone.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Before I want a hot dog. Yell <laughs> okay. the she, troop does for not calling in. Yeah.
2: Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. She does. She's uh, she's there. You can she'll hug you too <laughs> if you come to a show. Okay, good. Yeah, we're a huggy group <laughs> so, <laughs> as, as a group.
2: So if I so if I can get a Baba Booey. <laughs> Let's see. Even even Colin Kelly, who's the editor of Atlanta in town is sending me a question
1: mark. Of what?
2: <laughs>
1: if somebody, if somebody buoys our cineprof page and they're in Atlanta, I will I will comp them to our show on Saturday. The first the first local person okay. who buoys the cineprof page gets in for free. How's that? That'll that'll make me feel better.
2: Okay. <laughs> All right, this is what I'm saying here, folks. If you uh, uh, want comp tickets to Center Prof this Saturday night, you're local in Atlanta because you got to be able to use them. Then um, this is what you got to do: call in a Baba buoy. Don't leave us hanging <laughs> here. We've got, you know, I've got I've got nine more minutes reserved. You know, I, I can just talk to. Um, I can just talk to Larry and then ask him what's going to be on the menu when him and his wife have a food truck. You know, we can just keep on going by ourselves. But, and I'm already planning to come Saturday night. So Oh, are you? Oh, awesome. Saying. Oh, nice. definitely. Yeah. Very and, cool. And, uh, yeah, Let's bring my uh, husband, and I think we'll uh, – <laughs> It would be a good time. Not that he's a long-time husband I don't want to talk to. Uh, people tell us that we laugh too much to be married, so I I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, that's the key to Okay, who's it's out just, there. just being stupid together. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, have a good sense of humor and separate bathrooms, yep. and there you go. Uh, exactly. Let me see. Cause, so who wants free ticks to CineProf Saturday? Just... Call in a Baba Booey. That's it. That's all you got to do. And, uh, oh, we, so, so if you call in right now, call in and say say, what, say Baba Booey to Larry Johnson. You get a free ticket. A, to Center a night. Only... And guess what? What?
1: It that, that sounds like we're running a pledge drive now. <laughs> if you
0: call in right now and pledge $5, <laughs> it's
1: true. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, it works for other people Alright, and we it do does. have a caller on the line And Dang. it is an Atlanta exchange And welcome to Madam Perry's salon And I believe this is the infamous author, poet, and editor of In Town Atlanta, Colin Kelly
3: Baba Booey
1: Nice! <laughs> oh, is. Oh, oh. You get in for free Yay! Hey guys. right awesome. Hey, thank you, thank you for Baba booing me. I'm,
3: I hey, feel like no I've problem. now, ma-
1: I've now made, I've now made it. I've been Baba buoyed. You. <laughs> You've My been pleasure. bubba
2: buoyed by the media tonight. Oh, that's, that's awesome. right. Thank you,
1: thank that's you for right.
3: that.
2: Oh, thank you, awesome. Colin. Colin, I can. I can always count on you. So, Well, you can Colin, count on me half the time it?
3: anyway. So, I mean, you know.
0: You mean? So, so Colin, can you I'm go Saturday night?
3: Uh, I think I can, yes. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'll leave your name as Can you just at get a date? I'll, I'm going to work Kelly. on that. Too.
2: Okay. I've never seen you have trouble getting a date.
3: Well, it's just, yeah.
2: um, well. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Say it for me one more time, Colin, because it just felt so good.
3: <laughs> Baba baa
1: Yeah, there oh, it is. Oh yeah. Now. Yeah, that's so satisfying. <laughs> you earned. You earned it. You earned your free tickets.
3: <laughs> yes, <laughs> hey, you did. Hey, I'm a
0: Howard Stern fan, yes,
3: so did. I mean, hey, I've heard, I've, I've listened to that show, so I know. Awesome.
1: <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> well, I grew I up, grew Saturday, up with Howard. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Get ready to watch a terrible movie.
3: That's fantastic. I love a terrible movie.
1: <laughs> well, we're the place for <laughs> That's For sure.
3: <laughs> I think we we have written about Cineprov before in Atlanta in town, which I'm the editor of. And uh so I think I'm pretty sure we've written about you guys before. And uh yeah, so it's a uh an interesting uh night at the cinema. So everyone if if other other people listening out there get a ticket and and head over there and it'll be fun.
1: Awesome, thank you, Connor. Appreciate it. You're welcome.
3: If you okay. want to write more about, us, right. we're happy we're
1: happy to happy to help.
3: Hey, I, I might do that. You might be getting a call, so
1: <laughs> yeah, give me a shout.
3: I'm I'm always okay. here. we we'll are the, the show that always right.
1: says yes. So
3: no, that's that's my favorite. Just like my <laughs> dates.
1: They always say that. That's right. So. <laughs>
3: All right, guys. Well, have a good night.
1: Thanks, Baba Booty, y'all.
3: <laughs> no, nah, Baba Booty. <Boo-ing>. Hey.
2: <laughs> Baba Booty to you, too, Colin. Thank you so much, sweetie. I'll see you Saturday night, I hope. All right. Colin Kelly. I love that man. All right. So, um, mission accomplished. So, Yes, indeed. And for everybody that gets that gets all weirded out about I wanted something, I didn't get I don't wanna hear about it. Don't wanna hear. Um, just don't want to. Hey, Larry Johnson, I have been so excited to have you on here and this is uh this has been great. Look forward to Saturday night and uh I'll have all of your social media, the website on all of my social media for Madame Perry Salon, everywhere on Facebook, integrate um Instagram, Twitter, everywhere I've got something, I'll put it up on LinkedIn, too, and uh, more people, and I am just so, I love your story, I love the way it came together with being a fan, and then meeting Joel, and then they just brought you into the fold, like they just knew you were the long-lost brother, (laughs) for whom they had been looking all these years, and just the perfect addition, and I just think this is great, and I am so looking forward to Saturday
1: night, Great. Thank you so much for having me on. I really you, appreciate it.
2: Absolute pleasure. And if you have uh, any parting words for anybody, now's the time to do it. And folks, just be, listen, we've all got enough to uh, shake our heads and be mad and be sad about. Let's have a good time with the center prof guys, Larry Johnson. Right.
1: What hey, do you say? Larry? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, just um, come, come hang out with us and have a great night out. And, Fun, judgment-free, good times. Everybody's cool. Everybody's fun. Everybody's drinking and having a good time, watching silly movies. What a better way than to spend a Saturday night than that, you guys. We would love, love to it. have you. I out. love
2: it. And we're going to be swinging. We're going to close out. Everybody's got to swing. Thank you so very much. Um, listening to Madam Perry's Salon. I love you all. So go to Cedar this weekend. Thank you. Bye bye.